Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, it's good to see you again. Well, really excited to continue and to share with you our last tool to capture people's attention. There's plenty more tools, but this will be the end of our current discussion of this. We may come back to this later, uh, and we'll start to talk about some other different topics. And if you have any sort of requests or ideas of things that you'd like to hear, please let us know. Leave a voice message on Anchor FM. So what is the final way to capture people's attention that we're going to be talking about. And this one kind of seems obvious after you say it, but it isn't really one that people rely on uh, that much in business. And that is emotion, right? Think about it. Emotion captures your attention. Any movie you've seen or song that you've listened to that really made you feel something and was memorable, it was the emotion of it that made you pay attention, that resonated with you. Now, when you're in a meeting or you're giving in a presentation, no one was ever logicked into paying attention to something. Oh my gosh, look at the beauty you know, of that equation. And come to think of it, now that I say it, it's the beauty part. Right? It's the feeling of the appreciation of the beauty, not the mathematical logic and precision is the thing that captures your attention. So what are some ways you can use emotion from a practical perspective to capture people's attention? First, you have to understand what would tap into people's emotions, right? The more you understand the prevailing mood in the room, and perhaps what is needed from an emotional perspective, the better you will be able to capture their attention. And this actually starts to bleed, the executive presence piece of this starts to bleed a little bit into charisma, right? Because charisma is not about leading per se, but it is about understanding emotion and emotional needs and helping to um, identify them, and also help deliver them. So if you can get people to feel something, then they will pay better attention to you. And now that you have their attention, you are better able to have executive presence with that person or persons. Because without that attention, they will not really believe that you can lead well in a given situation because they don't even know you're there or you're there but you might as well not be because they're not paying attention to you. So what are some common emotions? Excitement, right? Look, everyone, we're about to do something amazing. We're about to be part of something that no one has ever done before. Excitement, great emotion. Fear, right? Fear more of a short-term kind of thing, not really meant as a long-term strategy, but even fear can be a very strong motivation. If we don't do, if we don't react quickly, then all of our jobs are gonna be on the line, 
this great business that we've built could be no more, right? Fear, that grabs people's attention and all sorts of emotions in between. The point is not to identify and trick people into paying attention to you. The point is to connect with people through emotion because that is what people respond to. That is what they're looking for, right? For people to feel how they're feeling. Um, that's a big part of the empathy and emotional intelligence, intelligence, which I'm so happy that people are recognizing and talking more about in the workplace because, frankly, it makes for a more humane, makes for a more inclusive workplace. If you hear people say stuff like, you're getting too emotional, or let's take the emotion out of it, right? Chances are that that is not a very humane workplace because this illusion that logic and reason somehow exist in and of themselves in some golden palace and emotion is somehow bad or not to be listened to is really a, a bit of a dangerous misconception and usually one um, that leads to um, people not being appreciated uh, and, and maybe being taken advantage of or, or put down in a way uh, that is not really conducive to being inclusive uh, and having a great working environment that allows everyone to be their best, to feel safe emotionally, and to do their best work. So throughout this day, throughout this next week, think about ways when you're interacting with people, how can you tap into the power of emotion to really make a difference, to capture people's attention, and how can you leverage that to exude the maximum executive presence you can. So thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. I'm Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know, I was just wondering, does anyone like being uncomfortable? I mean, if you take a look at the definition of the word, it almost seems like you shouldn't like being uncomfortable because then you don't understand what the word means. Well, today we're going to talk about a quality of executive presence 
which deals with how you approach discomfort and being uncomfortable and how that can contribute to your having more executive presence. I'd like to share with you a concept that I learned uh, from a book that I read by Dan Siegel. He coined this term, the window of tolerance. So if you picture a window pane, and if you're inside the window pane, you're operating very easily. It's like within your specifications for what's comfortable for you. Now imagine Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence Morsel.